0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com
1: slash recommend today. All right, so I mentioned earlier that the Browns came in number one on Pro Football Focus at PFF.com. In terms of offensive line groups, PFF ranks the Browns number one. Best offensive line in the entire NFL. And that's where you win. Most times that's where you win in the league. You got got to protect your quarterback, got to run the football, all those things. I love the upfront philosophy that the Browns have. And So I'm looking at this uh, uh, the other day, and it's like Pittsburgh, the Steelers, all right, they hated Steelers. They're 29th. Like what? So I I wanted to talk some Steeler football with my buddy, the the legend in Pittsburgh, Trib Sports, ESPN Pittsburgh. Right now he's joins us on the North Homestead Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. It is Tim Benz. Timmy B, what's up, buddy? Twenty-nine.
0: That sounds high to me.
1: <laughs> oh no. Uh-oh. Does it really? Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm not I'm not stunned by that. Are you?
1: Well, I knew that their O-line and all the you know the retirements and all the things that have gone on, the injuries over the last few years. It's not the O-line of the Fanica days, but, like, man, 29 out of 32, that's pretty bad. I think it could prove to be better if
0: people buy into Kevin Dodson and he continues to show what he did as a first-year player. I I think that could be something that makes it a little bit better. He he didn't play enough last year. He should have been playing – Uh, maybe from get go as a starter and they never should have moved Matt Viler away from tackle. I think that would have helped the overall makeup of that offensive line a season ago. But you know, part of the reason you gotta rank it that low, Matt, is that we just don't know what the product is right now. I mean, even David DiCastro, a right guard who's been an all pro before, probably coming off his worst year. Maybe that's because of injury, but you can't just explain it away entirely because of that. And Everybody else is an unknown. I mean, Dotson's the closest to being a known commodity after DeCastro. I mean, what are they going to have at center? Is it going to be the new guy, Kendrick Green, that they drafted? They bring up B.J. Finney, uh, who washed out of two teams after leaving the Steelers a year ago, and then Zach Banner got all one start under his belt before blowing out his ACL in game one against the Giants to start last season, and Chukes of Corpores going over to left tackle, it looks like, after playing right tackle last year. So, yeah, I, I think as a position group, it's the biggest position group question on the team right now
1: and when you have a quarterback like big ben and i know you know you guys could talk about him all day every day in that town you guys you know he, you got to protect him and it's 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 amazing to me that that this is where we are with pittsburgh's offensive line it's it's you know the look i know here in cleveland everybody hates the steelers and vice versa there but like you always respected the fact that the steelers and kevin colbert Put those, put those guys in the right spot, sometimes drafted those mid to late rounders that worked, signed the free agent that maybe didn't make a lot of money, Tim, but you, you plugged and played at that O-line, but now how are they going to protect this kid or this old man?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not a kid anymore. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he protected himself last year. I think the game plan protected him last year. Um, you look at the average that he got rid of the football was it two point two seconds basically is how long he had the ball in his hands based on whatever metric you want to use to this to decide that, but nobody got rid of the ball faster really than Roethlisberger last year and I think that was by design um, not because that 's the kind of pass game they wanted, but because they know ben can 't move around like he used to, and he 's just getting older can 't absorb the hits like he used to so Get rid of the ball quickly and don't rely on that offensive line to pass protect for him. And that's why you saw so many short passes, so many passes deflected down at the line of scrimmage. That's why Juju Smith Schuster caught as many balls as he did for as low of an average as he did. Uh, I think it was because they just didn't trust the old line to hold up. And that's why you saw uh, some of the changes that he did, not just with retirements, but letting Al Bilonueva go as well.
1: What's going on at OTAs? Uh, what what's what 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 headlines are are coming out of, of there in Pittsburgh right now?
0: Well, I haven't been able to go over yet because they're still still doing COVID protocols where it's one guy per outlet. So our beat writer Joe Rudder goes over, but you know I've been trying to keep up and it's a little choppy. You know I think everybody's trying to make a lot out of nothing like we do this time of year with just about every team. You know we got to make Dwayne Haskins into a huge story when hey he showed up in shape and. He has a good arm. I think we all knew that he had a good arm if he was going to show up in shape. Was he going to show up in shape? At least he did that. You know, um, I think we got a long way to go to see much about improvement from the Steelers after we saw them fade so badly last year. We got to see that in camp. None of that's going to show in mini-camp as far as I'm concerned. I mean, like, I, I think Najee Harris was the right pick. I know a lot of people don't like taking a running back in the first round. I think that's when you take one... If you uh, need that position to be filled, you you do it in the draft. You don't do it in free agency. And if you don't have the offensive line, as we just talked about, and maybe you don't have the quarterback, then maybe you need to get a running back that can do some things on his own like Le'Veon Bell did. And he wasn't a first-rounder, but he was a mid-second-rounder. And I think Najee Harris can do a lot of the things that Lev Bell did if he gets a good line in front of him, and if he doesn't, well, then you need somebody better than James Conner or Benny Snell like they had last year to make something out of nothing. I think people are undervaluing that angle of discussion about drafting Najee Harris in the first round. I have no reason to believe he's not going to be good under his own merits. I just hope he gets enough support around him.
1: Tim Ben's with us from Trib Sports, ESPN Pittsburgh as well, uh, does the Steelers pregame. I, I'm with you on Harris. I'm not a big proponent either of drafting running backs early. But, man, I just think that's a good fit there, and and it and and fills a huge need for them.
0: Right, and there weren't a lot of other backs that were going to last to when they would come around again on the draft board. You know, like, we just talked about some of the questions that they've got at offensive line, and if they had taken the tackle for the first time in the first round, since what, like, Jermaine Stevens, for crying out loud, um, I wouldn't have had a problem with it. I really wouldn't have. I mean, that would have been fine sense, but... You know, they are in desperate need of a running back. They don't have a clear cut starter. They threw a lot of crap against the wall. We'll see if it sticks when it comes to offensive line, particularly at tackle. They made the effort to keep Zach Banner. Uh they went out and got a couple other guys who have bounced around from other teams like Haig from Tampa Bay, he comes to mind. So like they threw parts at the offensive line. And you know, if Roethlisberger is gonna be similar to what he was last year, where they're still trying to get rid of the ball fast and He's got to dump down the ball quickly. Why not have a guy like Harris, who's got good hands, can be a, th- a three-down back, can pass protect, and then get out like Bell did? Uh, I think they missed that element of the game. And um, yeah, I, I just I think it's good to get a, a, a talented young running back and use up his legs on the first contract while he's here, and then worry about you know year six after his fifth year option is gone. Worry about that later.
1: Tay, you, you, you talked about O line. They're, they're thin at cornerback, too. How, how concerned yeah. are you with that?
0: No, I'm worried. I'm worried, especially now that I know they've got to play Julio Jones in week 15. <laughs> like, That's it, right. It didn't make me feel any better. Um, you know, they, they said goodbye to Steven Nelson. They say, say goodbye to Mike Hilton. I don't agree with the Nelson move. I'm not going to try to turn him into the latter day Melp ones or Rod Woodson. You're not going to get that from me, but he's way better than I ever thought he would be. Uh, When they signed him from the Chiefs, he wasn't as good last year as he was the first year in Pittsburgh, but he's still better than what we we usually see. I mean, honestly, Matt, the last two years of cornerback play is some of the best I've seen in Pittsburgh since those Woodson Lake days, at least maybe, you know, maybe say like an Ike Taylor, DeShay Townsend year here or there in 2008 or 2010 when they went to the Super Bowl, but. they were pretty good. It's better than what we're used to seeing around here when it comes to cornerbacks. And you subtract two of them at once. Cam Sutton, I think he's got upside. I think he's always been a nice, capable backup, a versatile, smart kid that can play. But I don't know if he can play two positions at once, and that's ostensibly what they're asking him to do. He's probably going to be the starting corner and then bounce inside the slot. At least that's the vibe that we're getting right now. But, you know, with their... Losing of Bud Dupree as well in free agency, that secondary might have to hold up an extra tick or two. And Joe Hayden's getting older. Uh, yeah, corner is very much a concern for me right now.
1: Tim Benz with us from uh, Pittsburgh, talk a little bit about the Steelers uh, with OTAs going on right now. And um, I forgot about the TJ Watt. They got to extend him, not not yet, right? But they're probably something they're doing. You would think this off season, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to happen this offseason. We'll see if it does, but this is usually when they do it, and it would make sense to do it. Uh, this year's cap makes it tricky, I guess, but you know, you're know you looking ahead to the future, and I think we all saw the projections for the huge bump for the cap next year to make people kind of get their um, salaries back in line to what it should have been pre-pandemic. I, I think that will happen. I think they will pay T.J. Watt what needs – to be paid to make that extension a reality of all their many concerns, Matt, that's the bottom of the barrel for me. Um, I think that one is the most likely to be done and be done in a fashion that makes sense. And boy, if they can't get that done before the season starts, uh, I'll be surprised. And then we really do have some things to talk about.
1: You mentioned, uh, Haskins before, and again, you know, it's, it's OTAs mini camp and everything else, but. You know, Tim, in August, man, he's going he's gonna to look decent in, like, that first preseason game. And he, he, they, they should just give him the key to the city. He'll be the new mayor by, uh, by no time.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the way it works around here. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I, like I said, every report coming out that I've heard of is his arm looks great, and he's come in in pretty good shape, and Roethlisberger's talking him up. And, you know, Roethlisberger talked up every backup he's had and has always, always says the right thing in front of the camera. Unless it's about Todd Haley, um, you know, unless it's sort of a passive-aggressive shot at somebody else for why things aren't working out. The only quarterback he didn't really talk up all that much is Mason Rudolph when they drafted him. But once he got into the locker room, you know, he said good things about him. So I don't know how much I take as far as credence goes with those comments from Big Ben. Um, you're right though. I mean, your scouting report strikes me as, as sort of the vibe that we're going to get. But they did bother to extend Mason Rudolph, which they didn't have to. That was almost kind of like a gesture of good faith. And, uh, you know, especially if they were 100% convinced before they extended him right at the draft, uh, that, you know, Haskins was going to take his job. They obviously weren't thinking that. You know, they've got options after Ben Roethlisberger. They got options this year if Roethlisberger gets hurt now between the two of them. But I saw what Haskins looked like when the games actually counted and the plays actually mattered. And I wasn't impressed. Uh, I haven't been impressed by Rudolph all that much either. So let's see what the next chapter of Steeler football looks like, whether we have to turn the page in the middle of this season or next. There's a lot to be written
1: there. But it's never like called Tim a rebuild there.
0: ever, right? I mean Oh dirty word. Dirty, dirty word. Can't say that right. Can't even say that about the pirates
1: and they've been doing it for three decades. Oh stop. Oh, please. Come on. <laughs> those two, those two organizations aren't even in the same block. Well, no, I mean I'm not saying sure or... that they are,
0: but I'm just saying like <laughs> they don't like to use the word rebuild either. But we know we've been in the middle of one since Barry Bonds couldn't throw out Sid Breen. You know, like we we know what it looks like, that's and we right. kind of knew what it looked like in the '80s too. It's just that they kind of stumbled their way when the division got soft a couple times in division championships and managed to win a wild card game here or there. So, um, but that's what that's what will be the case when. Roethlisberger retires presumptively after this year. Um, We remember how many good teams they had where the quarterback just wasn't good enough. Uh, With Cordell or Neil O'Donnell or, you know, Tommy Maddox, you know, there are plenty of good Steeler teams that couldn't get over the hump because the quarterback play didn't finalize the equation and Ben got here. So, you know, they – they're doing a good job by kind of dotting in, phasing in elements that could help the next guy. Like, you know, right now there's a good core of receivers, but you're going to have to minus one or two of those this year if Juju goes and maybe James Washington goes. Um, you know, they got Fryar Muth will be a nice addition as tight end, but how long are they going to hold on to Ebert as the second guy? Um, you know, we're talking about rebuilding the offensive line as a start there. Eventually, though, you're going to have to draft the number one left tackle, as we just outlined. That day is coming. So, like, you know, there's, there's, there's no clear succession strategy that you can project that will make sense in five years. Like, for instance, when they moved into Heinz Field and all those good draft choices from 99, 2000, and 2001 started to build along with the stadium. And next thing you know, everything was perfectly in place for Roethlisberger to plop in as a rookie and go 15-1. and Like, no one's expecting that to happen around here these days.
1: Who in your mind is, is the favorite to win the North and and how much, you know, how how much do you think the Browns have caught the Ravens?
0: Yeah. Well, it's a little bit refreshing to hear you phrase it that way with some, you know, honesty that I'm not used to hearing around here as people keep talking (laughs) themselves into thinking that the Browns, that the two losses, the Browns were a fluke, you know, uh, the the horrible stretch of play at the end of the season was just a funk. It, It wasn't, you know, they, They lived on borrowed time for a couple weeks before that started to happen, and they deserved to lose to the Browns as soundly as they did. I I do not count that as a fluke. So, you know, I I go into this thinking the Steelers are in third place. How much of the Browns closed the gap on the Ravens? I don't know. I I, I keep finding myself talking to people and finding myself higher on the Ravens than everybody thinks I should be. I I still think they're number one. I think the Browns have passed the Steelers right now as number two. And I'm going to have to see Ben Roethlisberger and the new Matt Canada offense for a couple games of it working for me to believe that over the course of 17 games, it can sustain. Because last year's offense did not sustain. That it could actually sustain to the point where the Steelers get in as one of the top seven and then finally get a playoff win for the first time in four years. Keep in mind, if the Steelers do not win a playoff game this year, it will be the – first time they will have gone five years without a playoff victory since pre-immaculate reception days. So, you know, everybody says, oh, we're so spoiled around here. Well, okay, maybe we are. And, and I know some of the ruts that Cleveland's gone through in other NFL cities, but, you know, we are getting to historic proportions as to when they haven't won a playoff game. Wow, so there's crazy. reason to get itchy, especially when you're looking at the cliff, the abyss that we know in Pittsburgh of life without Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback. It's, it's not a pretty view.
1: Tim, always appreciate the time, my friend. Thanks so much. All
0: right. Great catching up with you again, Matt. We'll talk again soon. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds?